Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Everybody, this is Walt from Jason Tales. We had a little bit of an issue over the past couple weeks, and I just wanted to take a moment and apologize to everybody for the delay that y'all have seen from our podcast. We we got really busy moving, and uh, unfortunately, the internet company failed on its promise to have us up and running with new internet. And the downside is that y'all had to suffer. We're playing a little bit of catch up now, and we've got some awesome episodes lined up. Um, the one you're about to hear from Kim Rogers is a very good one that we enjoyed. But in an effort to get you a con- some content, we decided to book this in a public setting, and the equipment that we were able to take from the podcast studio to that public setting unfortunately didn't transfer into having a perfect audio experience for y'all so please bear with us on this episode it's an awesome episode I really enjoy it I know you're going to enjoy it as well but I just kind of wanted to take a moment apologize and explain that the audio on this one and perhaps the second one is going to suffer just a little bit but uh, the story should make up for it y'all have been great you've been messaging me all the time saying you know when's the next episode coming well from this moment moving forward I'm glad to say that we have internet and the show should go on without a hitch. And we're actually uh, in the process today. I bought some new audio equipment that is going to be here in the coming weeks. We're going to ramp up our audio abilities. And in fact, we're going to make it to where internet or no internet, y'all get a podcast. So I just wanted to say I'm sorry that there was such a delay there. And just wanted to thank our sponsors, Wild Edge Incorporated and Bowhunter Box Club. And as always, y'all don't forget that if you use the promo code Chasing Tales one zero that's chasing tails t a l e s one zero at checkout that you uh, benefit greatly from that from both of our um, both of our our sponsors so 
Without saying much more, I hope you're getting ready for turkey season. I hope you're having a a great week, a great weekend, whenever it is you're listening to this. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. And don't forget to go to our Facebook group, Chasing Tall Tales, and uh, subscribe. It's a closed group that we are filtering to make sure there's an awesome group of of, uh, outdoor individuals that we can share stories, ask for help. Um, and, and just motivate each other as we move on. And that's, that's our podcast group. So, so y'all enjoy this and I'll catch you on the flip side. Cool. It's going to be funny. <clears throat> it is. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so guys, I am thrilled. This has been a work in progress to make this happen. What? Too close. Calm down, down man. <laughs> we used to sleep in the same bed back at the bluff. Calm down. Sorry, y'all. We are in a makeshift uh, recording studio today. We are on the FSU campus, and we are recording a podcast with a lovely lady that I'm going to introduce, introduce in just a moment. But uh, there may be a little bit of audio differences because this is a live setup. We've uh, had to deal with some internet issues at the house. Y'all know this because there hasn't been a podcast last week. But uh, we called an audible, and our guest was kind enough to join us, which has been nice. So... We're going to keep this short, sweet, to the point. I have got Kimberly Rogers. Kim or Kimberly? Kim. Kim. Kim Rogers from Tallahassee, Florida. This is the first Florida person we've had on the podcast. First Florida person. First per- Florida person we've had on the podcast. First person to tell a gator hunting story, which is going to be awesome. I can't wait to hear that. And the first remote podcast we've ever done. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we threw Just, this together. And like we threw this minutes. together. And we've been running like chickens with our head cut off. So... Well, I feel special. (laughs) (laughs) So, how was your 2017 hunting season? It was okay. Um, Deer-wise, not that great. I lost a buck in Louisiana, and then chasing bucks all season, probably two months straight, going out and hunting in Campbellton, going after bucks, seeing them almost every time, not having a shot, or either not being mature enough and not wanting to take a shot, but I'm not done. I got one more weekend. So we'll see how it goes. So how many states, you, we were talking while we were hooking up all the equipment, how many states have you hunted in 2017? Let's see, I guess three. I've done Louisiana in October, and then I went to Arkansas on a girls duck hunting trip, and then Florida, which is the main place where I hunt. Now you went all the way to Louisiana to hunt, hunt a deer? I did. See, <laughs> when, <laughs> when you think about places that people travel to to hunt deer, why, why Louisiana? Well, I had a friend over there, um, and he randomly texted me, said he wanted to plan a hunt, and we were talking about it, and I was like, just let me know whenever you want to go, and texted me the Thursday before I left and said, if you want to go ahead and fly out here, just come on out, and booked my ticket that night and then flew out the next morning. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm a last-minute person. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> That's cool. So we were talking before. I grew up in Slidell. When I think of Louisiana, I think of ducks. I think almost everybody thinks of saltwater fishing and, and ducks. ducks, and that's yeah. about the extent of it. I mean, y'all go down there and catch big redfish, right? Redfish, tuna, all that good stuff. You know, oh, and that's just that's what we do. Tuna fishing. Yeah. yeah. Other tuna in Florida? If we go far enough off, I mean, how far you want to go? Oh, I don't know. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> you want to go 80, 90, 100? I mean, yeah, you could, maybe. We might catch yeah. some, potentially. If we go off Mexico Beach, there's potential to catch some, but... I just want to catch one and eat it right there on the boat. Fresh tuna. <laughs> on the boat. What do they call that? Sashimi? Is that what they... No, that's a type of tuna. Yeah, that's a type of... No, that's a type of sushi. Right. Which is... Yeah. What is what is it, the tuna that's done? You cut it, 
like fresh right right there and then you dip it in soy sauce is like ahi tuna ahi ahi tuna? Ahi. yeah that'd be like the epitome of of, of... no the the big tuna are in louisiana though no they yeah you're not gonna catch big tuna off florida can you speak up just a little bit yeah sure <laughs> anything for you <laughs> you're all. used to having this right i know i'm used to having it right in front of me um but yeah so yeah we i might catch a tuna this summer yeah i don't put it past me I, I was just curious because you know they have the structure out there with those big rigs that they right. go after. Right. So I wondered if you have the same structure. On the yeah, I mean we can run the boat from Carabelle to Destin and then leave from Destin and go hit the oil rigs. There's oil rigs off of Florida Coast. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh And you're cutting across towards Louisiana and all that anyway. That makes sense. Yeah. So so yeah. we need to, we need to take the boat out and yeah. go catch tuna. Is what you're saying? Yeah, and you do. should come with us. You don't want to take me on bad luck when it Are comes really? to fishing. Oh yeah. No, that's not, it took me, me I no. think, two months to catch a bass of going out there. Did you not look at the size of the bass that you caught, though? I did. Like, it I was mean, worth it. Photo, so you kinda, but it was worth it. I mean, that's awesome. I've been here for three years now, and I can't catch a bass in these lakes. I don't understand it. I thought I just had bad luck. I tried everything. It's not bad and then my dad would go out there with me. He'd catch a bass on the first cast. We went, we went fishing on the Satilla one time, and <laughs> there were three guys in this canoe, and it's like, what, a 12-foot canoe? Yeah, and I had it. That was after my second knee first surgery? First time. No, second. Know. You're almost a double digit, so we've lost count. But we were in this 12-foot canoe. We had a K2 cooler in the middle, so there's even less space than you could imagine. Yeah. And we're um, kind of a river kind of like the Clotney, maybe a touch bigger. No, it was a, <laughs> the Clotney down here. Compared to the O'Clotney at my house is, um, no, but the O'Clotney down here, y'all have a real river down here. The O'Clotney at my house? Yeah. You've been on it. Oh, it's a creek. Yeah, it's a creek. It's not a river. It's like, it's my like the- My duck boat runs in about that much water. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. So we're on this 12-foot canoe, and I can't catch anything. The guy in the front of the boat can't catch anything. Layton's in the back, just like his dad center. does. Were you in the center? I was in the center. Okay. You were in the center. And we would never forget this. We would throw worms up against this, these these cypress stumps that we couldn't catch anything. And Leighton would wait, and Derek would throw there, and I'd throw there, and we'd get frustrated, move to something where else, and he'd just flick it over there. And as soon as the white hit the water, there it goes, and he'd pull up a, a freaking bluegill that was. Too I tell you what, I tried everything. I tried reverse psychology on these fish. I brought <laughs> bananas. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I brought bananas on the boat. Didn't work. All of my fishing friends are like, what are you doing? Like, you're just going to cause yourself more bad luck. And I was like, you got to try something different. If it's yeah. not working, reverse psychology. Okay, I'm, I'm on the outside of the inside joke. What does bananas have anything to do with fishing? It's, it's supposed to be bad luck for fishing. Like, you cannot oh. bring bananas on a boat. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I've never heard that before. I even went on a banana diet where I would not even <laughs> touch a banana. <laughs> you want to get your fish pretty bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get determined. <laughs> you came today to share what I think is going to be incredibly awesome because you've done something that we haven't done, you haven't done. No. I don't think I'd, – I'd be willing to bet 99.9% .9 of our listeners yeah. all over this country. It's such a – Yeah, it's such yeah. a niche thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I have a buddy of mine who walks through swamps in Ohio. He doesn't even have to worry about, about gators. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I have to worry about water moccasins every once in a while. But you don't have to really worry too much about – Gators. Gators at all, you know? Well, it's Whereas, definitely a growing sport, I guess. So it's it started out, I think, pretty small. And then, you know, we just got tags two years ago. It was the first time we applied. Mm -hmm. And now it seems everybody's trying to apply for tags every year and start hunting them. Yeah. But it's a blast. I told him he needs to, Walt needs to apply for tags. I got the boat. He just needs to apply for a tag. Well, you could both apply for tags and then yeah. <laughs> you'll be set. I don't, I, don't, I don't even care if I kill one. I just, I like taking people. 
Yeah. Like in general, anything hunting, I like taking them. That's what's fun. Yeah. That's why I like taking you on everything. Yeah. Well, so I, yeah, that's I almost went down a tangent on that one, but. <laughs> so start from the beginning, and kind of give us an idea of what what weapons you're using, the method of going after them. How did you pick where you went? Give me the, give me okay. like the backstory to. Well, I think. I'm pretty sure I was probably just sitting there one day, like, on Facebook or Instagram, and saw something about gator hunting, and when I see something that I really want to do, I become determined, like the bass fishing, where I have to do it. Mm. So I called my dad, and I was like, we have got to apply for gator tags when that comes around, and we ended up pulling them, and it we took my dad and then my best friend Clayton. He's got the boat, so we went out there, and literally googled how to gator hunt I mean, <laughs> we had people that were like um they're like you're not going out with a guide you're not gonna have somebody take you and show you what you're doing we're like no so we're googling like what weapons you use like how do you catch them like what you got to do this and that and we basically rigged up a big surf rod that my dad had put a big treble hook on the end and we're fishing for gators cast it out there and you try to catch one um in florida you can't use bait at all you can't use chicken or anything like that Hmm. like you see in like louisiana where they Mm -hmm. gator hunt over there um but you cast it out there and catch a gator reel it into the boat and then use a bank stick okay so so let's back up real quick though so what time of day are you going night you can go i think five o'clock at night and then till 10 in the morning so you only have a specific window that you can hunt them okay Okay, that makes sense. And you can't shoot in open water in Florida. In Florida, can you? You can't. It's you mean like a like any with a rifle, you right? Can't, you can't have to use a bank yards. stick, okay. right? Oh, really? So you have to that. use a bank stick yeah. in Florida. So the gator, when you pull them up, they are right by the boat, right. and oh, that's intimidating awesome. when you get a big gator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we ended up getting our first one was nine ten, and then our second one was just nine foot even. But we're out there and. You know, we're looking at these gators, and we're like, they don't really look too big. Like, you know, mm-hmm. six foot maybe. Well, that gator came up to the boat, and I'm, of course, the lucky one with the bank stick. And they pulled the head up, and I was like, that's a big gator. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and my dad's like, well, you got to do it because the gator's right here. So, Okay, so for our listeners who don't know what a bank stick is, perhaps. Okay, it's – I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> it's basically a stick with – you have a shell on the end, and you hit the gator. Um, you have a certain area, I think it's about the size of a quarter, where mm-hmm. you can hit them. Yeah. yeah, and you hit them with the bank stick, and it goes off. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a hammer. Yeah, I guess yeah, you could you, say it like it's that. Like force-driven. Right. It's hard, the harder you, I mean, yeah, basically. You, it's just you, pressure. You, it's, you enact the primary right, by yes, the yeah, swinging yeah. of there's the There's no trigger. Okay. There's nothing like that. Hence it's the just, bang stick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we're doing this. The whole time, all I can see is, I was like, I'm going to trip in the boat and hit the bottom of the boat with a bank stick, and we're just going to go down. <laughs> that sounds like something me and Walt would do. Oh, it does. Like, I'm actually a little embarrassed that you and I have not done that yet. Yeah, we haven't. That's one of thing all the we things haven't we, done. <laughs> yeah, we have not killed a gator. Well, you definitely got to try this year. Yeah. So, what time of year can you put in four gator tags? I think it's the last week of May to June. Okay. I think there's two or three phases where the first phase, if you don't get them, mm-hmm. apply the second right. phase. And then mm-hmm. the last one is just kind of random. Mm-hmm. Anybody can go. And you apply for certain areas. Mm-hmm. 
So, for instance, you can apply for counties, or you can apply for specific bodies of water, like Wasissa River is it right. its own body of water that you can apply for. And it's a it's supposed to be a lottery, so it's a random drawing. And you don't – I think you pick 10 counties or bodies of water that you want to go, and then you just get drawn for specific ones. So how did you pick which body of water you wanted to go to? Called around and said, where are the big gators at? <laughs> <Where are> the <laughs> gators? We ended up going in Jefferson County um, – Sneed Smokehouse. I don't know yeah, if y'all yeah, heard of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Osceola River. Oh, yeah. But it had, the river had dried up, so all the gators were concentrated in this one little area, right. body of water. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, we shined the light out there, and there were hundreds of gators. It was a little intimidating. <laughs> so how do you pick out, are you just a, a really good cast? Are you, can you just? Oh, no, my dad cast. <laughs> you don't want me to do that. <laughs> I'll handle the bang stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, we just try to pick one out, and the second one was actually um, on land and mm-hmm. we saw it and we were like, that's a pretty big gator. So my dad cast it and hooked it by the tail. And that was definitely a feisty one dragging the boat all around. Oh yeah. <laughs> all the time I was like, where somebody's going to go in the water. Like this skater's going to tip over the boat because they'll swim under the boat. And right. you know, you're trying to, you just have a line and you're trying to straighten it out, but fishing line is it, or is it something with a really big, um, pound or whatever. Pound it's yeah. yeah. A pound test. Okay. And, yeah, hope that they don't break it. <laughs> That's neat. So you're, so you're so you're less hunting for gators, more as like fishing. fishing. I guess you could call it that. Yeah, you're definitely fishing for them. <laughs> have you, Have you ever thought about using like a bow and bow fishing them? I haven't, but I have a friend that I think he uses a crossbow. Yeah. And that's how yeah. he gets them. And then reels them into the boat. Yeah. Or whatever, and then um, uses a bang stick. But yeah, because yeah. that's that's Walt's thing, bow hunt. I heard in one of your podcasts that you were trying to get a turkey with a bow. That's going to be my ultimate goal. They're calling me a little bit crazy for that because seven years on public land, I've yet to kill a turkey. Actually, seven years total, I've yet to kill a turkey. I've had opportunities. I have messed up many opportunities. But I am absolutely (laughs) ate up with the idea of bow hunting a turkey. Oh, yeah. That's on my – I've decided this year I'm going to take the shotgun. I'm going to shoot my first turkey. There you go. Use the shotgun. And then after that. He's had ample, 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 <laughs> ample. I mean, he had probably the Georgia State record standing from here to that table right there. And um, did you listen to that episode? I did. Oh, God. I, I did. I've heard it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and him got a few stories. A few. Yeah. Well, when you spend as much time as you and I do, that kind of stuff tends to happen. I think it's appropriate at this point. I'll give you the floor. And you just start with the beginning and tell us how that hunt went and all the fun things that you think would be important. Okay. Well, like I said, we literally Googled how to gator hunt. So we get out there not knowing what to expect at all. And there were a couple of guys that were already out there hunting. And, you know, they come in. They had, I think they got an eight-foot gator. So they come in. They're like, we just shot the biggest gator out here. Everything out here is small. Like, but good luck. Like, y'all have fun. And we're like, okay, well... Let's just see what we can do. And like I said, it. I think we probably spent an hour and a half looking for a gator, trying to cast at him, missing, and cast at one finally and got it, thinking it was a smaller gator, six, seven foot maybe. And we got it. We reeled in probably 20 or 30 minutes of fighting with this gator. And you basically have to fight with them until they get close to the boat. Then they'll sit on the bottom of um, the lake or whatever on the ground and then you can reel them up. And we reeled him up, and 
I mean, his head was massive. And I was like, that's not a little gator. <laughs> but we use a bang stick and then you use a knife basically just to make sure that they're dead. Mm-hmm. And this whole time, I mean, I was worried about putting this gator in the boat. Like, we uh, taped its mouth, and I was like, we're not putting it in the boat. We're making sure it's dead. Like, we dragged we're drug it up drag to, it yeah, exactly what we did. We drug it up to the um, shore, got pictures and all that. And that was the bigger one of the two. And he was 9'10". Um, the second one, we not the next weekend, same place, and got the second one that was 9 foot. And that one, I mean, we thought we were experts by then. So <laughs> we got that one, threw it in the boat, like only hit it once with a bank stick. And we're like, yeah, it's dead. Well, we get up to the shore and we're in the back of the truck, took pictures with it. We got back to the processor's house and my dad went to go grab it by the tail. And that thing was as alive as it could be. I mean, whipped around <laughs> and my dad's face, he was like, you would have thought you saw a ghost. I was like, that thing's still alive. <laughs> Thank goodness we duct taped its mouth shut. But yeah, it's yeah, that, that, that like him would do. They're strong animals. <laughs> you know what we would not have done is taped its mouth shut. No, yeah, probably. Yeah, y'all would have thrown <laughs> it in the boat. <laughs> like, we're, like, we're, we're good. good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a blast. We got tags last year again, and we went to Liberty County. Completely different scenery. We're hunting the Oclockney River, and then I think it's the Apalachicola River over yeah. there. And I couldn't tell you how many nights we went out, stayed out till two or three in the morning without seeing a thing. Because, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of the rivers where they have monsters, yeah. but right, right. they're few and far between. Right. Mm-hmm. So we saw a bunch of babies. Um, I think we saw one three-foot gator. And it's one of those things, I know a lot of people will take a smaller gator, but it's kind of when it comes to deer hunting. To me, I was like, I just can't bring myself to shoot a small gator. I'd rather go for something bigger, you know, want a more mature buck. Mm-hmm. I want a bigger gator. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of hard work, but it's worth it. It's a blast. I can't tell you anything that it compares to hunting-wise. So when does Walt need to put in for gator tags? She's better do it in June, May, 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 June. May, June. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Well, you better get on that. Well, it's, it's interesting <laughs> because you talk about it, the, the, the there being fewer gators over there. And I think what the listeners may need to remember is Florida's uh, geology – and terrain is very unique. It's like no two parts are the exact oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. So where we're sitting right now, we're still part of that like Oscilla River uh, river basin over there. Right. With a lot of swamps, big, massive lakes. You go two counties over, and it's like southwest Georgia yeah, with farmland. Right. Flat. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, where we duck hunt <clears throat> over there on Lake Ammonia, and you may have heard the story, you may not, we're, we're paddling out there in 10-foot kayaks, and we quickly come to the realization that we're paddling Walt around did. with – he, he wondered why. So it's your idea. No. Here's what happened. You can't say this, is, this isn't true. Walt, finally, it took him 45 minutes to figure out why I paddled behind him all morning. I stayed that far behind the back of his kayak all, all morning. Now, granted, I can't swim because my leg is in a straight leg race, and I'm screwed. I mean, if we flip, I'm dead. I'm done. Walt finally goes, what are you doing? About that time, the water just Boils to his left. I said, "That's what I'm doing." The gators well, up there, well, yeah, that's on you. I was like, Dude, yeah, <laughs> you're in front. Oh yeah, my dad was just telling me a story the other day. I mean, he was in high school bass fishing. I want to say out at Jackson, mm-hmm. and he said he's wading through the water, and he sees this big commotional water, or you know, right in front of him, probably an 11, 12 foot gator, just right there. <laughs> yeah, 
we had a we had a small pond back at the at the the duck pond back at the bluff. Uh, cypress. No, like it, was, a, it was a cypress. You no, know, it was a sweet gum. It was, no, it was um, cypress. No, it was okay. not. It was um, they're gum trees. They were black gum trees. They weren't cypress trees. Well, the the tree that me and Brandon shot ducks off of was a was cypress. cypress. Okay, so there's one in there. <laughs> but anyway, so we flooded this area and it had been dry for forever. So two years go by and we're hunting ducks out of this thing. Year three comes around, and I remember walking through and I look off to my right and I'm like, man, that's a big old log. Again, the tree started falling sometimes. You know, things float, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I say, hey, Dad, look at that big old. And I was like, oh, snap. It's gone. That's not, that's not Did a log. Did I make up the fact that there was a log over there, you know? Like, what in the world's going on? So then I'm, I'm, I'm walking to get a duck, and, and the log starts moving across the freaking pond. I'm like, oh, yep, light bulb. I know exactly what that is. That ain't a log. That's a big old gator. Oh, yeah. So there, I will say this. For all the listeners who are sitting here wondering, Gators have never, no wild gator has ever been put on record for having killed a human. It's always yeah. been some. It's always like, been some sort of pet, quote or unquote, pet, or yeah. somebody's feeding it. Somebody's. That's all the stories right. I've heard is someone's feeding it. Right. They That's get used the to people. Mm-hmm. You know, they start to see people as a food source, and then exactly. yeah, yeah. people with the you're, with you're, their food. You're talking about something that's got a brain the size of yeah. like a, a large yeah. kidney bean or or, oh, yeah. or something, a golf yeah. ball or something. So w- w- they're not really apex predators in that realm. So something big comes sloshing through the water unless it's breeding season. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not that uh, not that serious. Well, that's like us whenever we hunt Seminole. The amount of gators we see on Seminole, yeah, it, oh, it's Seminole it's crazy. crazy. Oh, we yeah. were bass fishing. I chased one around with a trolling motor on the duck boat, thirteen foot probably. I mean, at least and she'd just come up and just go back down, and she'd just yeah. sit there and watch us. I'm like, they're saying uh, we need to apply tags for Seminole. Yeah, they have yeah, <laughs> big gators like that. Uh-huh. I actually had a friend that got a gator, I think, out of Seminole this year, and it was twelve foot plus. Seminole's got some some. Monsters, really, yeah. really, 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 really. I don't know what I would do if I had a twelve foot plus skater right mm-hmm. at the boat. Yeah, we yeah. we pulled up beside one, and and I'm not gonna say it was longer than my duck boat, but it was extremely, extremely close to being longer than my duck boat. Mm-hmm. And the duck boat's seventeen foot long. Yeah, I promise y'all that gator was a foot short. I mean, this is a sixteen foot gator. Everybody's like, you're oh, yeah. no. I'm like, I'm telling y'all. I mean, his <laughs> head, his head was like that long and that wide. I'm like, nah. There's some Mm-mm. big ones out there. Here's the one that my buddy in Southeast Georgia shot. Oh, wow. And yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it was, it was actually, I think, state. I think it was close to state record. I'll have to have him. But, I mean, Who, any. Kemp? No, no, not no. Kemp. Oh, yeah, that's no. a big one. Kemp wouldn't that's use a tag if he, if, if he had to kill a <laughs> Um He just did just go missing, and he'd be walking around with some crocodile boots, man. That exactly. he, he handmade. So. That's what I. That's that's the part that I knew I was missing. See, I'm not oh, a very right. good host yet. So, you've you've killed the gators. What do you do with a gator? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who think you can't do much with it, and it might be wasteful. We had that's a big thing. Um, I had actually written an article on it, and I had a lot of feedback, some negative feedback from people that weren't hunters, and they were like, "Well, you can't do much with a gator. Like, do you just sit there and kill them, and that's it, and then waste them?" Well, me and my dad actually, the processor we take him to. We get every bit of meat that you could get off that gator. I mean, you know, you're not just eating the gator tail. Like, you can get it out of the cheekbones everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we, for a year and a half straight, I think my dad made, like, gator stew, gator kebabs, gator burgers, <laughs> anything that what? you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, They're good. Gator. gator burgers are amazing. Yeah. You wouldn't think that, but – and then we take the hide, get it turned into leather, and I actually had – a wallet made, um, 
and a strap for my purse, as you can see. Yeah, yeah. That's out that's of cool. the gator, too. Um, I definitely want to get some boots made. So that's my big thing. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> I dad, still have a whole roll of it. So My dad does have a pair. <laughs> they probably yeah, look good. Boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you could. Yeah, dad, you I can see daddy kicking yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Maybe a little worn out, but. Yeah. Well, but it, the cool thing about this <laughs> is, I just realized having you told me this, you use more of a gator than you probably do most other animals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's... Don't get me wrong. Like a cow, right. obviously <laughs> every bit of the cow gets used. But a lot of other things that we eat, we probably end up only, you know, I've never yeah. kept but one skin off a deer. Right. right. We throw that away every time. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of almost, I almost feel sh- selfish about that. Throw, we throw away all the duck feathers right. here, but in Arkansas, they keep them yep. and turn it. That's and make pillows. pillows. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of cool, and that and that wallet is awesome. I saw you set it down, and I thought that was real, yeah. and I didn't want to ask, and, and I figured you just volunteer, and sure enough, you did. That's it uh, is, yeah. There's actually a guy in town that does them, and yeah. he does them for a great price too. So, yeah, you I use. I mean, every yeah. <laughs> every bit of a gator that you can think of, we probably yeah. used. Do you have a skull still? I do. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm attempting to do a European mount myself. Where are you gonna? You're gonna leave all. You're gonna just. You're gonna bleach it white. Mm-hmm. That That's the big thing. Is I'm trying to get it very white, and I can't do that. It's tough. The European mounts. Um, the biggest thing that I did because I had actually buried it for three months. Yeah. And you know, um, undug it or whatever, and. All the teeth fall out, and that's the biggest thing. Yep. Is sitting there and trying to and glue trying all to the teeth in, figure out where they exactly go. Where it's they like go. It's, it's like a puzzle. Anymore. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah it it turned out great. I actually still have the other gator head in the freezer. It's your, so it's not. Yeah, I haven't done anything with it. Yeah. It's been there for two years. <laughs> now is gator greasy? It's really not. No, oh. it's not at all. It kind of tastes like chicken, yeah, as everybody does. would expect. Yeah, it does. But yeah, it's really good. Like I said, the gator burgers. I think he makes them. He does like a jalapeno cheddar gator um, burger meat, so it turns out really good. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? Apply for tags. I'm I'll buy it. another boat. You'll buy another boat if yes. you sell your duck if boat. If I sell the duck yeah. boat, I will buy we you will, another boat. We, we will. If uh, I tell you what, we get ta- if we get drawn, you have to come with us. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Y'all are welcome to come with us. Well, I will. I will I'll 100% count well, us in. He may go. I'm not. I don't know. Well, you don't have to do the the pulling. You, you, you think I'm gonna just watch? <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta do something. Yeah. You think I'm gonna just yeah. watch? You can be, you're you can crazy. be the, you can be the uh, navigator. Have I ever been the one that just no. watches anything? No. You can do the bang stick as long as you promise not to trip and get the boat. I'm not gonna pull. Uh, you know, well, no, you know what? Well. You know what? Now that we've said that's something we've never done, and she's been kind enough to invite us. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't do it because Layton's gonna slip and hit the side of the boat, and he's just gonna look up. Just I probably just jinxed all of us. <laughs> How long is the season? The season. Okay, that one, I want to say it starts in August. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of phases. So there's one phase that starts in August, and I think it lasts just three or four weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. And then sure. you have a couple of weeks off, and then it starts again. So you find out about the tags probably takes a couple weeks in June. And then, um, yeah, the season starts in August. The two times that we've gotten, we've gotten first phase. So we've gotten the August season, and we go out right away that first mm-hmm. week. But um, and I want to say it goes until November, but I I think you have a good chunk that it's wow. that you can't hunt because I want to say people usually hunt over Thanksgiving or something. Right so that's I, why I'm I thinking November. But I don't think, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong. That's listening to this. I truly believe that in South Georgia, North Florida, 
even South Florida, whenever, wherever, the gators around here do not hibernate. It doesn't get cold enough. 95% no. of the time, I don't Actually, think don't it, it yeah, no. it, I don't think it gets cold enough for them to actually go. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. I don't know much about gator behavior at all. I should probably read up on it, <laughs> learn some, but. On Seminole, and there'll be yeah five gators out there. I'm I, like, oh, yeah. it's I, 20 degrees. What, what? Oh, we've been duck hunting probably December, and we've had yeah. gators come up and grab our ducks, ducks that we've shot. Yeah. 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 I think it's I think it's important for everybody to remember hibernation we have like this cartoon idea of hibernation where the yeah. bear goes into the yeah, cave we do and then do. he just he locks himself in right. there he eats a bunch of fatty food and right then before stays and there then he for, stays there right mm-hmm. it's very a gator doesn't hibernate so much like, like a bear does who has a, has a high right. metabolism right a gator can slow his heartbeat down and bury himself in the mud, mud and stay, alive. stay there for a while so yeah. what you what you have is, is is something that basically just goes to a like takes a brief siesta whenever it's cold but i guess what i'm getting at is when it gets cold, you're supposed to see them disappear, and it yeah. kind of doesn't right. doesn't seem yeah. to work that no. way anymore. <laughs> no, and I think that's probably I bet you that's ge- uh, geographically in- unique. Like if you went to Augusta, where I know they have gators, right? right? I bet you if you go up there where it stays below a certain threshold, they're, 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 they're probably yeah. buried harder yeah. than they are here, where yeah. they know all I have to do, and they don't know as if like the weather's coming. But there, there's there's patterns to it, right? We have two days of frost, and then it's back in the eighties. Yeah, so I don't think these gators behave the same way as you would if you were in as central think, Georgia yeah. or something yeah. like that. Now, there's one thing I do like. I was saying reading up on the gator behavior because I that's something I do want to learn more about because we've gone out there and. I want to say my friend's boat had a, I don't know anything about motors, but a mud buddy. Mud buddy. So the mud really buddy. loud yeah. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we went out there and, I mean, we were just kind of drifting around and we're fine. And then we had guys that came out there hunting in airboats. And it yeah. didn't seem to bother the gators at all. But mm-hmm. you would think that, you know, gator sees lighter or whatever goes straight under. Which we did have some that were more light shy than right. the other ones or noise right. shy. Right. So, but, I mean, it didn't seem to bother them at all. Well, unfortunately... We've rented a room at FSU's library, and our time window is coming to a close. So yeah, I don't want us to run out of space and then have to cut this off. But I feel like <clears throat> we could do a whole nother podcast on how to gator hunt. Yeah. And hopefully, I can put in in May. You can put in in May. Hopefully, you get drawn again. And then we can take you up on your offer if it's yeah, still Yeah, closed. definitely. Because yeah. I think that'd be awesome that'd be to chronicle. Fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, I always love taking people hunting, especially for something like that, because it's so exciting. Yeah, I mean, you're out there, you're not sitting there waiting on something. You're, yeah, it's an adrenaline rush for sure. That's terrific. Well, if you'll hang on a second, we'll wrap this up, guys. This has been a unique podcast. We've had an incredible guest who's been gracious enough to to tolerate all of our blunders here at Chase and Tails, but. we're going to be sure to have Kim on if she'd be willing to tolerate us another time and talk more gator hunting and probably some of the other things that she does around here because she doesn't seem to ever remove herself from the outdoors, much like us and everybody else. So until next time, I'm Walt. I'm Leighton. Y'all be good.